Preface of the Quintessence of Ibsenism This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Gesine for Anita The Quintessence of Ibsenism by George Bernard Shaw Preface In the spring of 1890, the Fabian Society, finding itself at a loss for a course of lectures to occupy its summer meetings, was compelled to make shift with a series of papers put forward under the general heading Socialism in Contemporary Literature. The Fabian essayists, strongly pressed to do something or other, for the most part shook their heads, but in the end Sidney Olivia consented to take Zola, I consented to take Ibsen, and Hubert Bland undertook to read all the socialist novels of the day, an enterprise the desperate failure of which resulted in the most amusing paper of the series. William Morris, asked to read a paper on himself, flatly declined, but gave us one on Gothic architecture. Stepniak also came to the rescue with a lecture on modern Russian fiction, and so the society tided over the summer without having to close its doors, but also without having added anything whatever to the general stock of information on socialism in contemporary literature. After this I cannot claim that my paper on Ibsen, which was duly read at the St. James's Restaurant on the 18th of July, 1890, under the presidency of Mrs. Annie Besant, and which was the first form of this little book, is an original work in the sense of being the result of a spontaneous internal impulse on my part. Having purposely couched it in the most provocative terms, of which traces may be found by the curious in its present state, I did not attach much importance to the somewhat lively debate that arose upon it, and I had laid it aside as a pièce d'occasion which had served its turn, when the production of Rosmersholm at the Vaudeville Theatre by Miss Farr, the inauguration of the Independent Theatre by Mr. J. T. Grain with the performance of Ghosts, and the sensation created by the experiment of Miss Robbins and Miss Lee with Hedda Gabler, started a frantic newspaper controversy, in which I could see no sign of any of the disputants having ever been forced by circumstances, as I had, to make up his mind definitely as to what Ibsen's plays meant, and to defend his view face to face with some of the keenest debaters in London. I allow due weight to the fact that Ibsen himself has not enjoyed this advantage, see page 56, but I have also shown that the existence of a discoverable and perfectly definite thesis in a poet's work by no means depends on the completeness of his own intellectual consciousness of it. At any rate, the controversialists, whether in the abusive stage or the apologetic stage or the hero-worshipping stage, by no means made clear what they were abusing or apologizing for or going into ecstasies about, and I came to the conclusion that my explanation might as well be placed in the field until the better could be found. With this account of the origin of the book and a reminder that it is not a critical essay on the poetic beauties of Ibsen, but simply an exposition of Ibsenism, I offer it to the public to make what they can of. London, June 1891
End of Preface